Thank you so much for coming out today to kick it with me on the test. Thank you. Show. Thank you. How are you doing today? Seven, seven. You're great. Already. Cool. So Flippa, I heard that the name came from flipping samples. Is that true? Is that you got your name? Not exactly. How did that happen? Um, my past life as a youngin, like I used to like sell drugs and white teas and oils and all that shit. And um got in flip from somebody out there, just from flipping holes like that. And then I started making beats. That's what flipping samples like. I'm like, I'm gonna incorporate that still in that world. But not selling hard drugs like that. It's a little bun. It's like, yeah, man, nothing hard. Nothing like that. Okay, the hash and the oil. Money making mix. Open that today. The hash oil. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Now, what's why you start producing though? Um, really just throwing up around like churches, all the music around, and then Dilla. Definitely. My first shirt, Dilla Beast, like coming out, just like that. And it's like, I'm just doing this. So, just looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's Dilla. Like, you know, features him, and then I just. I just said, well, I want to start doing that. I want to be the man. I want to be Dylan. And that's what inspired me. Cool. I heard you guys started with Dark Child. How did that relationship manifest? Well, actually, I never did. Okay. And um, they're cool. My dad's cool with them. I grew up in the church with Frederick. And he's cool people. He's riding his pride and Big names for Jersey. But I'm one of the ones who did it without Dark Child. Okay. That's what makes my story more epic, I think. Okay. Still humble though. Yeah. But and I definitely appreciate my journey because he's a man and he did so much for like Jersey as a whole. But I just took it on the route. And um so third child's cool. Yeah. But they went on my way. Okay, so who are you? Who have you worked with in that industry? Like, um for producers yeah, or artists? Rock Wild is definitely like that's my OG for real. And um popping up how myself my brother. Also, Oak also, and that's how I. That's and Bink also Bink, Eric Sermon. I was everybody's younger back then. I was like the prodigy, roaming around, busting rhymes, and it just they just took me in. I just soaked in all of that stuff from everybody. That's made me mean that. So, out of all the people that you have worked with so far, like what's the best piece of advice from the producers? Oh, Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis. But it was Terry Lewis that was talking about. It's crazy. Like, I can't even say what he was saying. He was saying some other shit. Like, if you ever talk to him ever in life, he'll say some shit like, life is like a fork. And you'll be like, what? And he'll say, you just gotta dig in. So he'll be like, oh my gosh, you said some shit. Like, I thought you were gonna say, like, you know, go this way, like, fork in the road, but dig in. But that's how we're doing about that. Yeah, I know. Like, maybe that's why I'm not Terry Lewis. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. but he said some shit. Some other thing, you can't do the shit with an ID. But some shit like that. He said some other before, and it just. That day, Pop was there also. We sat there and just listened to this nigga and was like, wow, like, it was a man, like, so much knowledge. But yeah, everything said to me. And the first major artist that you worked with, who was that? Um, Like your first big placement, and what beat was it? Well, I would say, it's not my first one, but known wise, I would say one. And then when I was young, so it was a lot of the guy. That was probably the one, yeah, she bad shit. I met her, she, but not at the time, but I did it in London. And it was like my first time out there, it was mad, crazy, it was mad, saucy out there, it was blasted every day. Like, I didn't know I was gonna get that out of the trip. That's why I'm such a blessing. But I met her after that, and she's bad shit. Bro. So you got the energy? Real good, super positive, and just, you can tell she probably sparks up. Yeah, so it's like, it's good to run. 
So explain to me, I want to know about the producer versus the beat battle. People say that there's beat makers and producers. Could you break it down so I can understand the difference between the two? Mm -hmm. Well, beat makers, and I was always a beat maker because I was the one of the kid that was just like making mad beats. I didn't understand the whole producer thing, like rock and pop. I know everybody talking about that, but beat makers is the ones that's knocking out the beats and sequences, whatever. And then that's just the foundation of it. The producer comes in and just makes everything right. Like take that all together, put this here, sequence it this way. This person to be here, they control the room. They like, they don't just, they don't have the person, but they can just say, nah, or yeah, and that's producing. Like, you just, it's so much with producing. It's not vocal production, like, everything is all in one. Like, when you're making beats, when you're a beat maker, you're just doing that. You're not really in the session, you're controlling it. You're not like, like, vocal producing it. You're really just putting in the, the work of the music, not really the production of it all. So I didn't understand that. Like, I was beat maker for a long time. Like, I didn't know. I was like, I'm a producer, I'm a producer, but they're like, yo, you're the baddest beat maker. I'm saying that the baddest because Rock always said that. Like, but it's like, I didn't understand that. I was like, well, I'm a producer. Like, no, you have to control the room. Like, I can be in the room and not press a button and change the whole atmosphere and then take that one little sound out and then add that ad right there and that makes the whole record a whole other level or something like it can be the slightest thing but that's the producer but that's the difference basically to me like producer controls the room it's a whole beat maker just put in the, the beat work i don't knock the beat maker though yeah. that's where i come from but my transition to producing now is a it's a fun process but it's like it just you gotta get in the fire and just see what you can do you gotta be able to just freestyle and know how to control the room and know how to Pick a person out of the studio and not worry about them saying shit. So, you know, it's just, you gotta just be a man. That's the producer. You gotta be the one. You know, so yeah. What's the most challenging, when you were making that transition from beat maker to producer, what was the most challenging thing you had to overcome to struggle with? Um, just the whole mental thing of just always being an umbrella of something, of an entity, and just like, it's a mental thing. You think like you have to go through that. You think like, like yo, I just. I'm just gonna be working amongst a team. You don't think to branch off and be on things. So it's like that transition, like it's weird sometimes because you like you stuck in that beat making world, you comfortable in that and but if you turn to that producer, it's like what you're waiting for, your team waiting for you to turn to producers, like it opens up so many other doors. So it's like it's a mental thing. Once your mind says, Alright, I wanna do this, I wanna be in the room, I wanna be like, no, I want people to be like, Papa don't, don't gotta be in the room. Flip can control the room. Or um same thing for Pop, like, he's a great producer. He can go in a room and be like, no, no, yeah, no, and and straight making the whole song turn from this to that, like, no matter that. So being around him, I definitely have to see that. So it's like, that helped my transition. So really having an OG helps the transition. That, that's helping me right now. So right now, the time period where he's put me out there and fire my team, and then I'm just embracing it. So, I, something just hit in my mind, like, you must believe in a law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Energies, right? Definitely. So, when you're in the studio, you're making a beat, and you're vibing and everything, like, tell me an experience from an energy perspective, artists you worked with, like, what came out of that session when you had, like, okay, you said Rihanna, for example, she had great, great energy. What was so great about it, and how did those songs come out of nothing? Well, that was actually, that's what it was, London. It was like a writing camp, right? Nation done, right? Me and Open up there, and, um, Sam Du ended up writing it. Okay. And, and it was just random because my man DJ, he's supposed to be in the session to do it with Sam Du.
can't wait. And we were sitting there waiting for beats. So it was like, bro, make this beat. We just wrote numbers like that. And it was like, it just happened like that. And then we got a, um, I think Omar hit up um, our people's or whatever. And he was like, yo, we love this song. No, I was like, what? And then we kept it. It was just how crazy how it happened, like getting the Eminem one or everything like that. So Rihanna wasn't in the room. Okay. But I would say the most vibe time I would think would be Alicia Keys. Probably me. Because that was a time when me, Papo, Harry Potter Jr., Alicia, everybody was in the room and everybody just rocking out. Like, I don't know if it was high. I don't know. I don't know. It, was, it was just a good vibe. And Alicia on the keys on the mic, Oaks on the keys, me and Pop sitting on the couch just clapping. And Gary Cardino with the guitar, it's like, it just made sense. That was probably the most vibing moment ever. That was energy in the finest, like just embracing everybody's energy and not even forcing it, just rocking out. Like that whole thing is a natural song. Like, it's just, it's clapping, like, just feels good. Like, so that's a great example of like energy. So when you're in the studio, are there any specific things you need for, for your energy, like food, snacks, uh, weed? A lot of weed. <laughs> Definitely a plethora, that's the right way to say it. Plethora. 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 That was the house, so y'all should know. Like, I just chill, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But like, I work on that. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely a lot of weed and. Um, Women? Um, Women, definitely. Definitely. That's, that's, that's the key. And um, really just, not even that. I can't even say that. It's a stretch a lot of times. Yeah. So really just the weed, the women in the lounges, and just. Them lights, candles sometimes, and I just work. I don't even fuck. I just go in. Mm -hmm. Like I just like the, the light them, so niggas know. I just go in. That sounds good. That's yeah, the beautiful picture. I can see it right now. <laughs> it's yeah. But so you know how um, in the industry, there's a lot of producers that have signature sounds. Like DJ Mustard has a signature sound. Chief, um, what's the dude that do Chief Keep? Young Chop. Right? Young Chop. Um, Lex Luger. And what I want to know is when you're in the beat making stages and everything. Mm -hmm. When you're trying to establish your sound as a producer so people know that, yo, this is a flip of beat, you know, how do you, like, avoid sounding the same on each track with, with trying to brand your sound? Well, that's what I pride me and my team on, man. Like, there's no placement that sounds like another one. Like, which I'm not for much doing like that. I love it because it is aggressive. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Like, and I love the songs anyway, but I'm love drum. I love it. But, I never want to follow that trend of doing the same way. But, oh, you like that? So I'm saying things like that, like that. I want to always reclaim everything. Like, we need to invent ourselves every time. Like, and it could be a risk because we, we can lose our money that way. But how? Because like, people be like, yo, we want another good kisser. Or we want another. Right. Um, or I know people that's a pop for another year love before. Or, or we want another numb. We want a numb. It's like that. It looks like, damn. Nah, I'm gonna do something else, you know, give me a new beat. And then it's like, it's just that whole thing. But, um, I forgot the question, no, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually, I'm just, just zoned in. Like, yeah, you know, sorry. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. No, but, oh, yeah, so the hook sound. Oh, so okay, like, that sounds like, cool. Sorry. Definitely <laughs> tags, definitely help, though. Have them tag me. Actually, that's Pop saying go, but that's him saying go. With eight O's and three any specific for the eight next week? Eight siblings, yeah, like eight brothers and sisters. It's not just six brothers and sisters. So he said it, he's, that's what he's Yeah, yeah, that we like, always keep that in the thing. We always have the tag. No, but really just that is our tag. But other than that, like, our sound is really the more musical and the more gritty. Like, I like mixing, like, worlds of, like, imagine being like New York right now, it's mad gritty, and then 
out of nowhere, you end up in Miami, you're going to fall through the beach, and you're just chilling, like, and then you're yeah, sparking up, though. Nobody passed. Yeah, Sony should sure love, though, so you can probably do that. Shout out to Sony. You know, look up the times. You already. But yeah, but um, I don't know. Like, I just that's what I picture you said. It's like a movie. Like, I just like you just go. You just like that's how you decide for yourself and everybody else. People go and they just want to do what's going on right now. You can't do that. You gotta go in and be like, you know what? I'm creating this movie right now. Every sound I add is a piece of the movie. It's like new scenes. Like everything matters. Like sequence matters so heavy. Like having too many sequences could throw people off. Not having enough of the people off, or not incorporating the hook as much because they don't understand because they don't care. Pi has no hook. Like, it's so much to go with it. So, it's like, I just don't think I just go in and I just like try to be different than everybody else, basically. So, to establish your own way, just to do that, like, just to establish your sound. It's hard because there's so much going on. It's, it's hard to be the new, new, new thing. You have to incorporate listening to like, like indie ass shit or other type of things that then try to like change and like try to make it urban but make it also still. So that's like the fight with everybody. Like it's like you might go too urban, you might go too high. So it's like you just go too high like me right now. You just smoke <laughs> and you just talk, you know? Right, right. I love talking. I do too. I, I like a man too. Do you do the work? Oh yeah. Um, Mary J. Blige? Yeah. Okay. Two joints from there. Um, kiss and makeup. And, um, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Still in the name of
for the soundtrack and for the music, so, like in the movie. And um, and I don't know, we've been rocking out like with different rides like Chilling A and Seven and El Barn. I did a drink with El Barn and Juicy J. And I heard it's like the front runner for that scene of when Paul was done with him, but I don't know, like I don't write for that too, but but you can keep that up on the part. Definitely. Elvar and CJ, we did a drink together for the movie. Hopefully, they keep it not just a great song. But, but yeah, like, you know, work on that. I have a strong appreciation for the music composers for films because people tend to overlook it. Like, if you watch the movie and you took the whole sound out, it would be like so The emotion that comes from it, you know, it's like if it's a sad part of the movie, it's going to be a more somber sound. And I'm like, um, one of my big homies, Amir Wyndham, mm-hmm. he actually did the uh, scoring for this film for me. Oh, that's it. Yeah, with Happy and Frail yeah, and everything. So I'm just like thinking about, let me think about music and how I really so feel. Cool. Music goes with everything. Like, Spike Lee movies, like, yeah. with Terrence Blanchard, you know, the instrumentation with the horns, and like that, the strings, whatever. Like, it just, you know a Spike Lee movie from the music. Like, you know the strings, you just know the horns, you know, like, the sound. You know, like, it's just, music is important to me. Yeah. Placement of it is so important. You start seeing songs and seeing scenes in movies that you heard that song. Like that's how. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll like play that. a game right quick. So mm-hmm. I, this is an old movie, a terrible movie. Well, I don't want to say it's terrible, but it is. Remember, you got served. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember any? Just this offering of any song from that movie. It's one that sticks sticks out to me. The part when um, Marcus Houston was getting beat up in the hallway. Damn. And he was a fake. Drug. He came in with the drugs and they just like. Yeah, but that head. scene was so like remember, easy though. Yeah, I know. I'm but trying to think of the song. It was a like, dramatic song, but it was so appropriate. Even though it was a bad movie, if, if you remember, remember it was like heaven was on the way. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. But just just randomly, like I remember that was the part. But it's like he was getting beat up, but it was like so that music. Was yeah, that's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's one of your favorite soundtracks to a film? Um, said it all. That's my favorite movie, like, they can tell you about watching shit all the time, like, boy, I still get emotional when people die, like, like, it's just, she went out like a G, though. Yo, real shit, yo, I'm thinking about it right now, I'm like, shit about, like, that shit crazy, the song, placement of that, is that, oh, yeah, yeah, that shit just hits you, like, that, that, and that song plays that part, and then, Bone Does Harmony, they got a great song, they got, it's, that's, that soundtrack, and that whole movie crazy, is amazing, like, I love it, that's a great example. I think John Singleton heard that one, but I think, I don't know, I don't think wrong with that, yeah. That's crazy. So what's some of your favorite movies? Friday. Friday. Anchorman, definitely. I love it. I did not like Anchorman 2, but I did. You like it? I couldn't You know what, I can't not like it because I'm such a Will Ferrell fan. I'm yeah. just going to be like, I like it. Even if I did, I'm like, I don't say I don't like it. It's not the first one. Yeah, the first one. The first one is the first one. Fast and Furious just gets better and better. Though. Yeah, but you know, it's cars. As soon as you do with action, like this next one is going to be super. Scenes, like I saw some of the scenes, like it's crazy. Like, I seen the scenes with Paul Walker, I seen the scenes with his brother and then, like in being placement and, and then the scenes where they're in the car and when he's driving and then they got his foot and the foot is like turned to a computer foot, like the editing still it's so hilarious. Like so you watch the movie then his face turned into like a cartoon character. Like it's so weird, like but that's why I respect that whole movie thing, like how they turn shit into what we see. Like to see what they start with is crazy, like the whole process, the whole effects and Blowing up shit in the cars, like this next one's crazy. So you want you gotta take a set of premiere? I'm trying. Yo, I'm definitely gonna see Black Widow. Yes, let me be in there. Well, we're gonna pull up then though. That's that's what's gonna matter. 
Damn, you can't be Reggie with it, like. In your iPod right now, whatever you listen to, who are some of the up and coming artists and producers that you're listening to right now? Um, I listen to so much random stuff, yo, like, so much indie stuff, like. But not even that, it's just the most, I listen to old school music all day, so it's like, and a lot of Dilla. And but a lot of people coming up, I would think, I'm gonna see. Vic, that dude, Vic Mintz is good, right? Yeah. He's cool, he's dope. Um, Kendrick's so heavy and the Drake's, of course, the J. Cole's, you know what I mean? But upcoming wise, Ty Dowell is definitely that's my man. That's somebody who's doing a lot. And he's upcoming, you can say, even like popular. Yeah, I just was um, at the event he had in, what was it, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, the Fader Ford event he was yeah. doing? I was out there. That's dope. He's got a good head. Yeah, he's a good dude, you know, real good dude. But he's upcoming artists like this. I don't know, so many. Troy Adams is cool too, right? Bobby Smurda. Yeah, you know how to do the dance. <laughs> Yeah, but the money dance, right? Yeah, yeah, she she money dance. Can I do it? Yeah, I can do that. You gonna do it? I'm gonna do that shit. I need the song though. Okay, you're gonna have to cue that song. We get that song. I wanna see you. Matter of fact, I don't know how to do it. Oh, I'm sorry, I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? I need two more L's, man. I would do that shit for real. Like, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna hold it. The, the moment gotta be right. It can't be like, yo, which money dance? Oh, shit. Even though. What other artists have you wanted to work with that you haven't had a chance to work with? So, I mean, I love when people create, like, just, even, I don't care about the name, it's all about just who's got the good energy, basically, who's got the weight, but I don't care if you're popping, my son, whatever, it's just a few, it's something that makes sense, I'm doing. So, I would say, Chance the Rapper also, he's cool, I'll definitely cool. Yes. Like, there's a lot of people that I knew, like, that I haven't worked with that I really like to work with, the new ones, like, not really more so the legends of it, like. I'm good on that. I, mean, I would love to do that shit too, but yeah. it's like, I would love to do something that's breaking that, like, you know? So, what about trying to get him being on your work right now? Yo, it's crazy. We did um, a joint recently. Um, yeah. Oh, see, I knew it. A couple of joints, actually, like, um, Papa No, we got uh, Papa No has an Aaron Gandhi song coming out, and featuring Charles Campino. Okay. It's called Break Your Heart Right Back. It's epic. And then I did a song with this artist named Candice Friends. She's a new artist on Capitol. Super dope. But it's featuring Josh Gambino and it's called Walking Dead. Okay. Should be a single too. Soon coming out of this, I think. Aside from producing, what else are you into? Right. What, what industry would you like to tap into? The weed world, definitely. Definitely the legal weed world. Penny stocks. Yeah. You heard about that? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that, <laughs> yeah, in the fashion world, okay. definitely fashion and food, restaurants and everything. What's other uh, brands you rock? Um, so random. Of course, I always love BBC and you know, like all that stuff. Seven, five, stuff. seven. Yeah, I'm saying, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm everybody But definitely, there are a lot of random spots that like, I'm going to go to, just like, shit that. Niggas not gonna have. I try to avoid going to the Urban Outfitters and H&M for time because they got some dope shit. Mm. But everybody's not gonna have it. Yeah. So it's like, Mel, it's a lot of spots on Melrose and Cut that got some shit. So I just go to random ass spots and get like a lot of new designers. Like this dude right here is called uh, the Post Games, whatever. Well, I don't know what it is, but they say they're from New York and they're just some dope shit. Like I'm all about just what looks cool. Like, yeah. like everything just, I just go with the vibe. Yeah. I might wear that shiki, that hippie, headband. And then go to the parking lot. It is five out. I think it's so much sauce. It's all about the sauce. All about the sauce. So, what's the best advice that you can give to somebody 
that wants to be in your shoes? This is meant for you. Yo, you funny. What's the best advice? Um, pray, stay positive all the time, always keep God first, and um, never accept no, and never like, bitch, always just know how energy works, always know that like, it's going to work, never give up. If you're going to do this, you got to do it, like, you can't like, half-ass it. This is what you want to do, you got to go in, you got to sacrifice so much money, weight loss, Everything's gonna happen to you. You just gotta just do it because it's gonna it's gonna work out. And uh, you can be 50 years old with your first placement. Things be crying. I know they was probably crying with that shit though. But <laughs> I just picture the old nigga mad happy like yeah, nigga. <laughs> but that's the that's why we do it though. That feeling though, like yeah, bro, shit. It's like that's why I, I appreciate everybody's past. Like you can get on like easily hard. Anyway, it's just, it's just it's over the process. You just gotta stick with that process. So and just stay positive. And, Smoke out of the or whatever your advice is. Hopefully it's not. What can we expect from you in the future and where can people check you out? Um you can expect me on in, in um on the radio heavy. Like definitely more singles out. Yeah. New Usher, even got Cornwall Usher, yeah. Kendrick Lamar, Miguel, Marshall and Roses, linked on this lot of stuff after coming out now. So you can look out for that on my Instagram or Twitter, Flipo123, F L I P P A one two three. Real dope dealers for real. <laughs>